When you think about the holiday season, do you start to feel stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you want to cry when you think about your long to-do list? Do you ever feel resentful toward your family during this time of year? This time of year does not have to be chaotic and stressful. It can be calm and clutter-free. Not only the physical clutter, but the mental, emotional, and relationship clutter that comes with adding more responsibility to an already packed calendar. I have created a plan that will help you tackle this time of year with ease and simplicity. It's called Clutter-Free Christmas. This approach will enable you to be more productive while still being fully present with those that you love and actually enjoying this time of year. So check it out, jenniferfordberry.com backslash store to find Clutter-Free Christmas. Welcome to the Make Room Show, formerly titled The 29-Minute Mom. I am your host, Jennifer Fordberry, certified professional organizer, best-selling author, and coach. I've spent the last two decades teaching women how to get organized so that they can free up more space, time, energy, and money. This podcast is for the woman who wants to make room in her home and in her life for the people and the things that matter the most. Each week, I am bringing you episodes that will help you feel less overwhelmed and more inspired to create the life that you deserve. So come on, girl, let's do this together. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Make Room Show. And today I want to give you some tips for how to organize your your cleaning schedule. So if you dread cleaning, this is going to be the show for you. And hopefully it helps. I know this time of year, there is so much going on and you may be thinking about gearing up for the holidays, hosting more, having more people in and out of your house, maybe having your kids come home from college like me or having family visit from out of town. So I want to give you some tips on how to just make your cleaning schedule easier and simpler to get done. So if you, one of the things that I I really love thinking about cleaning as a way to burn calories. So when I know that I have to get a bunch of cleaning done in my house. I just put on some music. I put on some energy oil. I maybe, or if I'm not listening to music, I'll throw earphones on and listen to my favorite podcast and really just tell myself, you know what, I'm going to set the timer for an hour or two hours, whatever it takes. And I'm going to look at cleaning as a form of exercise so that I know that I'm moving my body, but I'm also being productive in the house. And it's kind of like, killing two birds with one stone. So that is my first advice to you. And if you are overwhelmed about a, by the amount of cleaning your house requires, definitely consider getting help because I have used somebody on and off for years during the busy seasons of my life where I just need an extra hand, maybe every other week, maybe every month. And when my kids were in the house, I definitely ask them for help. So why not, right? Why not get these kids and the rest of the family involved because you're not doing your child any service by letting them get out of cleaning because someday they're going to have their own home and they're going to need to know how to clean. They're going to need to know how much work it takes to maintain a home. And so teaching them these skills while they live in your house is the best way to do that. 
I think that sometimes moms feel like, oh, well, I don't want to add more onto my child's plate, but the more you get your family involved in helping with the cleaning process, the more family time, the more quality time you will have to spend with your kids. And so it's a win-win for you. You'll feel less resentful if others are helping. You'll have more time and you're teaching your kids a really good skill that they're going to need later in life. So here's some steps or tips, whatever you want to call it, to help make this a little bit easier. Number one, make a list of all the things that need to be done around the house. You can simply do a document on your computer. You can print it, post it on the refrigerator, post it somewhere in the house where everybody sees it. And you can break these tasks down into daily, weekly, even monthly activities. So when you're writing out your document, really designate how often these tasks need to be done in the house. And then just basically create a simple chart, a simple chore chart that everyone sees on who is responsible for which of these tasks and how often. And there's so many cool ways that you can do this. When my kids were little, I had, you know, one time I had like these business card size, um, little, little cards that had like the chore on it with a little image when they were younger, like make your bed. And then when they were done making their bed each day, they could flip the card over and I would keep track of that with a point system, a reward system. You can pull popsicle sticks out of a jar and just randomly do a chore, whatever it takes. There's like chore apps now, lots of fun ways to make this so that you don't have to be the mom that runs around and nags everybody to get things done, that they just go ahead and follow this chart or this task list that you create one time and you're done. And then Make a bare minimum list that contains the absolute essential chores that must be completed each week. And when you have a hectic week, you can just stick to the bare minimum list so your house doesn't fall into complete disarray while you deal with life. But you can just make sure that the the bare minimums never fall to the wayside. This is a huge part of maintenance in a home. Anytime I see a house that's completely falling apart over and over, it's because there's not a, an accurate maintenance plan. And so some bare minimum, minimum tasks might include cleaning the dishes, everyday pickup, the minimum amount of laundry that needs to be done, putting the garbage out, and then obviously bare minimums wouldn't include like cleaning light fixtures, but there are specific things that need to be done each and every week. And so when you're having a crazy busy time, which may be coming up in the next few weeks during the holidays, then you can re um, revert back to the bare minimum list. And at least you'll know that the basics are covered. Number three is take 15 minutes each night to straighten up the house and make it even a family chore by assigning one family member to each room so that it's a quick cleanup before you go to bed. One of the things I did when I had small kids is I would tell the kids, okay, now it's time to put your, your toys away. They need to go night, night, just like you time for bed. Let's put our dolls and our animals and our trucks away for bedtime and just try to make it fun. Now, if you don't ask for help and you just keep doing it yourself, then your kids will never have fun because sooner or later you're going to get resentful and you're going to get aggravated by all the stress and overwhelm that you're piling up on yourself. Yep. You are 
doing it to yourself because you weren't willing to ask for help. I know that's a little bit of tough love, but it's true. And then you literally can um, just make sure that you are making it fun without snapping. Because when you wait, you let things pile up inside, all of a sudden it's time to clean up for bed and you're snapping at your family because they don't have a routine. They've never been taught a routine. This wasn't part of the lifestyle. So you have to start out and make it where you praise a lot. You make it fun for your kids. You reward them when they are engaging in this. If you haven't been this kind of mom up to this point, you really want to make sure that it is something that you're introducing in a positive way, not in a way where like you people are really pissing me off. And now I'm going to not do this all by myself anymore. I'm sick and tired of it. You're all going to start helping or else you do not want to go in that direction because as soon as you start acting like that, your family is going to be like checked out, leave the room, not interested. Why would they want to help you? You've been doing it yourself for so long. Obviously the easiest way out for them is to let you continue doing it. So be very careful with your presentation. If you're starting this from scratch, clean one room or complete one chore each day, this will save you from wasting your entire weekend. So if you look at that task list that you posted and you realize that that's going to take about three or four hours on a weekend, just take it a step farther and break it down per day. So maybe you do one load of laundry every day instead of doing five loads on a Sunday, things like that. The next one is to assign, this is just like a little tip, assign each family member his or her own towel for the entire week, because this really does significantly cut down on laundry. And if you tend to have small kids that are just helping themselves to a fresh towel every single day then I would suggest hiding some of those extra towels or cutting down on the amount of clothing that's in their drawers. The same thing goes for like pajamas that they could wear more than once or play clothes. So really be careful what is accessible to smaller children that because they, you know, they're going to pull out whatever they want to pull out. And that gets to create more clutter in their home bathrooms and in their bedrooms. It can be confusing. You're not sure what's clean and what's dirty. So be very careful about how much is accessible. It's so interesting to me. The other day I was organizing a linen closet for a client and there was many shelves in this linen closet. And because she has three small children and I saw what the linen closet looked like before, I decided that most of the sheet sets should be above the height of the oldest child because not only are her kids in there playing around, it's actually a walk-in linen closet so they can actually step into the closet, but also other kids that come over and play, it was turning into kind of like a little fort in there with comforters and blankets and things. So the obvious thing to me was don't make it so easy for all of these sheets to get pulled down onto the floor for a fort, put them higher on a higher shelf. And so there it's not so accessible. And of course that will cut down. The same thing goes for playrooms. I've done that a lot with playrooms. If there's a playroom where lots of little kids are coming over to play, then leave those board games and things like that, that you want for your kids 
up on higher shelves because they can ask for the game. You could pull it down. And that way, when people are over in the playroom, it's not so many pieces at the hands of little kids. That's just a total side note. Um, so you're welcome. <laughs> Next, place a set of disposable disinfecting wipes in each bathroom. This is great for just a quick touch up through out though, like in between the main cleaning. And I am definitely not a person that has cleaning supplies under every bathroom counter. I keep all of my cleaning supplies in one location in the house. And when it's time to clean, we pull from there. But the exception to the rule for me is disinfecting wipes or some sort of spray in a cloth because it's, it's just the bathroom counter especially needs to be wiped down more than once a week, or it can be very distracting and just gets dirty. And you're putting your makeup on and doing your hair and brushing your teeth and you don't want it to be scuzzy and gross. So that's a quick, easy tip for you to do. And then make sure that you're saving space by minimizing cleaners. So start by looking at your cleaning schedule and looking at how you don't have to have 10 open toilet bowl cleaners or 10 anti-back sprays. You can really condense. And so that will reduce clutter when it comes to cleaning. I find a lot of houses have multiple products, like the same exact product open throughout the house. And if you've listened to me before, I really try to go to one of my hardcore rules when it comes to organization, all like things together. So all cleaning supplies together, maybe there's a few exceptions to the rule, something under your kitchen sink, you know, things like that. But the other big thing with like things together is when you have all these cleaning supplies together, you realize you have duplicates or maybe some bottles are only halfway used. And there's another bottle that's three quarters the way full combine when necessary, eliminate extra bottles to a different like backstock area until you're ready to use it. And that will cut down on a lot of the clutter. Couple of tips just to wrap this up. Carry a laundry basket around with you when you are doing some cleaning. And if you find anything that does not belong in the room that you're cleaning, put it in the basket so that you're not running from room to room, putting things away. You can carry this basket around, collect all the things that are in the wrong places, and then put them back all at once. This saves you a ton of time, really. And don't forget to empty the basket every time you're cleaning so it doesn't just sit there and become a clutter collector because I know when my clients see those baskets of miscellaneous stuff and they build up, they never want to touch them again because it becomes overwhelming because there's too much stuff in it. So you want to make sure you empty it. Another favorite rule is to make your bed every single day before you leave the house and teach your family this habit. It's just Oh, it's such an important rule. It seems like no big deal, but it's self-care. It's stewardship of your sanctuary. It makes you real, like just want to get into a, like when, I don't know about you. I can't just, I don't want to fall into a messy bed at night. I want to fall into a bed that is made with the sheets clean and soft and the blankets and the pillows just right. And it just seems so inviting and just such a treat to myself at the end of a busy, hectic day. And to me, that is part of self-care. And it's a simple little thing you can do. And if you're not in the habit of doing it, guess what? When you get up, set an alarm on your phone about 
you know, half an hour, whatever you decide after you wake up that says make your bed and just force yourself to do it for one month and see what happens. See if it becomes a habit. I guarantee it is something that you want to teach your kids also. Think about it. So now that my youngest is in college, if he wasn't taught to make his bed, he would just be the messy roommate that leaves his bed a disaster. And in college, in these dorms, your bed is like your hangout area. Your room is where people gather. So you don't want to be that kid. You want your kid to go to college and be the roommate that keeps his room neat and tidy. And so it's worth the fight, ladies. It's worth teaching your kids these habits. It's worth It's worth it even when it's annoying, right? And even when they're not listening, Sooner or later, it will become a habit for your child as well. And back to the family chore chart, I mean, that just creates consistent consistency for the entire family. The kids know what is expected of them. They know what they can expect for their chores. They can learn time management with this simple chore chart because if they know that they're responsible for, you know, bringing their dirty laundry down and vacuuming and dusting the room every Saturday morning, they might decide, oh, well, Saturday morning, I want to go play at the park with my kids, with my friends. So let me go ahead and get this done Friday night. Or when they start getting older and having sports, they might have to do it on Sunday. But if you say every weekend, this needs to be done, it just becomes part of their routine and they get to self-manage their own time. And that will help them later in life as well. Finally, you want to clean off the kitchen counter and wash the dishes or load the dishwasher as soon as dinner is dinner is finished. That's another habit to just live by. Nobody wants to come up in the morning and clean up dishes that were left from the dinner the night before. It's just draining. So if you incorporate these little habits into your cleaning schedule, it just eliminates so much stress and overwhelm the next day. Or if you know okay, here's a long list of things that I have to do for my cleaning schedule. When it's posted and when you see it in writing, that enables you to manage your time better. And that will help you create a different schedule, say no to certain things, yes to other things, no, just your routines, your morning routine. You can, you can use that to create a better morning routine, a better nighttime routine. It's just something simple to do. So we're not all wondering when was the last time the toilet was cleaned or when was the last time the shower was cleaned or when was the last time that the sheets were washed? You have a routine, you have a schedule, and that takes a lot of stress out of your life because it's less guesswork. And anytime you're cleaning, you you want to move through a room in a specific way. So either top to bottom, right to left so that you know all areas are covered. Um, That is the easiest way to do it. And then finally, whenever possible, just do tasks in bulk, like do all your laundry in bulk if you can, or clean all the bathrooms in bulk. If you know that you're the type of person that gets distracted by doing too many different tasks in one day, that's when you know you can just do it in bulk. So, okay, today I'm just cleaning the bathrooms. Tomorrow I'm just doing laundry. And that can help those people that especially suffer from ADD, ADHD, where their brain can't handle moving from different types of activity over and over and over. And so um, 
I hope that helps. And if you are still having trouble after you implement these tips with keeping your house clean, I have an insider piece of advice that I could guess you have too much stuff because the less stuff you have, the easier your house is to clean. And so I really would encourage you that if it's super hard to keep your house clean, consider the areas where you can declutter and get better at organizing. And that should help you out. So I hope this was helpful. If it was, please share, please leave me a review. And also, as always, there's more tips and product ideas and just all sorts of stuff on my website, jenniferfordberry.com. So I hope this was helpful. And until next time, make room for what matters to you most.